tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. <laughs> I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now your hosts. Luke Matthews. So when I was playing stuff on the NES and the Game Boy and stuff, I was just doing it by myself, you know, because that's the kind of awkward geek I was. Matthew Coyne. Remember uh, the stuff that the monkeys in the beginning of 2001 used to retake their <laughs> village and their women? They weren't bones. Those were Game Boys. And James Dykes. It's the exact opposite of NBA Jam's CPU assist. You're not getting any help from the game <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 56 of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke, and I am here today with James Dykes. Hey, what's up? I remembered your last name this time. That's all right. And Matthew Coyne. Howdy. Uh, Mike Tron, unfortunately, couldn't make it because he's sick just like I am. I am going to fake my way through this episode because uh, I feel like a big pile of swollen ass. That's so, uh, that's, that's uh, awesome. Uh, yes. That's a visual you won't get out of your heads, <laughs> listeners. Uh, so this episode, we are going to be talking about uh, Metal Gear, the NES Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, before we do, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what each of us is playing. So um, we'll start with you because you you've got the weird stuff to talk about. Yeah, I mean, like I've been doing a lot of traveling the last couple of weeks for. Uh, card game tournaments uh, wow tcg so i've been playing a lot of console games or anything a lot of my time is spent playing flash games i'm just i'm like the worst casual gamer <laughs> be- bejeweled blitzes on my phone or the oh. best casual gamer <laughs> um so I, i've been playing a, uh, there's a couple really good flash games i've been playing lately uh one is called new star soccer and it's just a little like a soccer management sim it's just essentially a flash game it's like a manager okay, oh, okay. Um, you get to control a little bit of the game itself, but it's it's actually pretty fun and a big time sink. Nice, interesting. <laughs> okay, um, I've th- never been a big fan of like the management games uh, like that. Like just it's it's more resource it, management. It's more stuff. career management as opposed to team management. So you're huh. managing yourself what you what you work on stat man, maximization, etc. Wow, that sounds uh, even less interesting <laughs> yeah. than what I was thinking. <laughs> Like wow. they did that with the FIFA games. They're just like, hey, you oh, can have your own oh, career. manager like, mode. No, no, no. Well, there's no. manager the, mode, and then there's star like, mode type. But then, yeah, yeah. You, could, you could be the star, and then, and instead of being the whole, all right, set your guys to whatever the fuck you want to set your guys to. Now it's just the whole. Yes, burn time playing in low leagues and then better leagues and then better yeah, and leagues, then and it's like this is the bullshit that I just wanted to skip. Yeah, and there was part of that with FIFA where you were there, you would actually play like entire swaths of games only as that guy, as that guy. And yeah. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of standing around on a soccer field yep. that I don't need in my video game. Besides, like nobody wants to play the you know, hey, what what kind of dude do you want to play for FIFA? Everyone forward, forward striker, right? forward yeah. striker. No. I want to be. I did. I literally made a character and I just said I'm going to be a center back. Why? Because I'm <laughs> fucking bored all the time. My gamer score is skyrocketing because I'm the one guy. Everybody else is in front getting me points. Meanwhile, I'm playing with my poo by the goalkeeper, <laughs> play, fucking shuffling cards. Yeah, I'm a you know? holding midfielder, right? I do nothing. I sit there and jerk off for ninety simulated minutes, and then job's done. I mean, that's it. Or, if, or if your name is uh, Jamie Park, you fuck everything. <laughs> I think I think the only like management game like that that and it, it was kind of a combination of of actual gameplay and like kind of RPG elements and management was uh, the MLB Power Pros games. I don't know if you ever played any of these. Uh, I, no. I haven't played those. I did play on uh, the GB. The the Mario Golf and Mario oh, yeah, Tennis yeah, Mario games were those were insane. Those were good. really good. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. The MLB Power Pros games were like extremely Japanese, like horribly Japanese. They're like little, like big headed, chibi kind of characters. And <laughs> oh, that sounds right um, up my alley. And there's like there's a there's a there's a huge uh, RPG element to it where you're you know you're building up a player and. 
in typical Japanese fashion, there's like part of your RPG element is not just maxing up your character and training and stuff. There's a dating sim. Of course. And there's God. like all, yeah, oh, it's, and, and so good. It's like, it is, and on top of all, and on top of all of that, it was a pretty decent baseball game too. Like, yeah. so it's like you get all of this kind of stuff all crammed into one game. I was like, that's pretty fucking fun. That's the the one element of Japanese gaming that I am surprised does not actually come here for all of the sex repressed gamers on Earth. Why the fuck are dating sims only still in Japan? They tried with Harvest Moon, the Harvest Moon really? series, and, and then uh, no one bought it. Well, I there didn't were a buy couple, it because it was Farm Sim, so that was kind of why. And, and there were a couple on on DS. There was really? like uh, XY Feel the Magic. And oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 and then okay. another. There was a couple others, and they just they just don't they don't succeed here. Like people don't want. I guess not. Okay, uh, geeks I mean, don't need to be rejected by virtual females either. You know, so. you bring up a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. So you were yes. playing New Star Soccer. Yeah. And what was and it? What the, else? the other great thing about like Flash games is you get these like one or two hour platform games, which are essentially just little NES games. There's thousands of them, and some of the storytelling in these is really good. Um, hmm. uh, the company myself is one that people should check out. Uh, one I've been playing lately that I what just was the first one called uh, the company myself. Okay. Um, it's essentially the each of these are just platform puzzle games with a little hook. The hook in this one is you can make copies of yourself and then. You start the level over, and your copy does what you did in the time that you oh, did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. um, I've seen that. That mechanic's been used in other games in the past, and it's yeah. uh, it's I've I've always kind of liked that. I mean, you, you, there's even like games that incorporate like Braid incorporated some levels that have yeah. a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, one I played and finished a couple days ago was called uh, I Saw Her Standing There, which is a, a get the princess type game, except the princess is also an enemy. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you touch her, you die. Uh, uh, interesting. <laughs> Were we just talking about being rejected by girls, that <laughs> digital women, and now suddenly, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. And and uh, that's and. about it. Diablo Diablo three comes out in two weeks, and then I'll just mm-hmm. disappear. And oh, awesome, everybody's yeah. going to disappear. That's, that's yeah. true. I don't have a gaming rig uh, to to play it, and I'm not going to buy one either. So we'll have to see. I don't know. I want to play it. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want to spend. You know, a thousand bucks on a new gaming rig to play it. So, I mean, I picked up a laptop that I'm going to play it on that uh, about six months ago it was around six hundred. That mm. cool, yeah. Mm, dead air, dead what air. What about you, man? <laughs> what are you playing? Uh, well, let's see. After um, uh, God, killing as much time as I possibly cannot on Skyrim, I decided that I was going to steal a copy of Mass Effect Three from somebody. Um, about three hours into it. And uh, I almost killed you, sir, for being as late as you are because you're taking time away from me for I could be spending playing that. Grinding and I almost in that killed game? you for assigning us Metal Gear when I could have been. This show should be about Mass Effect 3. I don't know what the fuck we're doing playing this piece of rotting horse shit. Oh, by the way, I liked Metal Gear. End of show. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I got shit to do. And we're out, Base Nectar. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like it right up until uh, the end. Apparently, no. I, I've I have heard that the ending here. Okay, gamers I, are stupid. Yes, yes. I have I have been well trained from the '80s, sir, to expect nothing of endings. Yeah, right. They're they're all bad. Uh, Congrats. Can you, can you imagine how <laughs> awesome it would be if that game? If can you imagine all of this shit goes down? Right, and then fucking Bioware finally makes their new ending, and they release it, and people are like, "Yes, I'm gonna spend download." my new ending and right. I'm going to play through and I'm going to get it and it actually takes away all of the ending and just says congratulations boom black screen yep. <laughs> I would fucking I would I would, I would I would I buy, might actually give Bioware money at that I point. would give Bioware a ton of money just to do that oh, yeah. like I absolutely oh, yeah, I would, I would totally be like that. I would support them in every way possible if they did that it was yep. just a big fucking middle finger like all fuck it, you exactly. all, it, all it needs you know? to be is the hey we added multiple endings and then what it does is based <laughs> off of how much your paragon neutral or renegade you get the three endings from castlevania 2 <laughs> fuck you <laughs> no, it just says a winner is you yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh I, no the end it, because, i'm sorry it was i have yet to like what constitutes an awesome ending uh, the Uncharted games have pretty decent endings. They're not spectacular, mm-hmm. but they're good. Um, 
God, what has had a, just an awesome ending? I can't like, think of it. Like the, I yeah. rarely have I seen an ending in a game that uh, lives up to its um, the eighty hours of gameplay. To right, get there. right. Like especially yeah. RPGs, like Mass yes. Effect. You know, you're you're talking about three games worth of of content that that spanned hundreds, possibly hours of oh, yeah. of, of gameplay. What ending do you want that's going to to fit that you know, you know that they a, want a hand job that's what they uh, want right yeah but like, i'm sorry like the last half hour of we'll just go in the movie scene. last half hour of lord of the rings could have been peter jackson massaging my cock all the way from <laughs> the fall of the black gates all the way up and i still would have been like he got on the boat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can someone throw away my popcorn, please? I don't want to eat the rest of this shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Here's the thing. Mass. I, here's the thing that I think everyone's missing. You, Everybody that I know that's played Mass Effect has played with like eight tunes, eight or nine or 10 or 11. The, the ending of Mass Effect 3 is Mass Effect 3. It's the end of the fuck. It, it is 80 hours of end cinematic. Yeah. Exactly. That's I what mean, a lot of people really are saying. What, yeah, that's really right. how you got to think about it, I think. Because the gameplay I've had, I'm about eight hours in. Fucking brilliant so far. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think fucking nerds uh, need to find a thing to complain about, right? And <laughs> Funny um, enough, let's talk about Metal Gear. Well, and the funny thing is they're, they're <laughs> like, the, the big thing is they're like, oh, we, uh, um, we've been promised that all of our choices will matter, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, they do. They kind of do. And you know what? If you really if you really go back, they probably really don't. Well, could like, you imagine what, like, what, what Star Ocean tried this, where it's like, hey, yes, all your choices matter. And there's 30 different endings. And how many does anybody fucking remember? Right. None. Yeah, with, exactly. Like Chrono Trigger had like 14 endings. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Like that, you know, yes. like, and no, yeah. The only one people remember is the big one. The big one. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, hey, groovy on, but it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah. you know what, the choices do matter, but they matter throughout the game. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just... Hate uh, is gonna hate. Like, basically. Yeah. So, I played uh, played some more Rayman Origins. I've been mucking around with my, my Vita again. Uh, finally had a chance to, like, sit down and play some more stuff. So, I played a whole, like, a spate of all my VD games, right? Like, so I played a bunch of Hot Shots Golf, I played a bunch of Raven Origins, I played a bunch of uh, Tales from Space Mutant Blobs Attack, which is excellent for anybody that has a Vita. It's Sweet. a really good game. Um, some Escape Plan, all that kind of shit. And how then, is, um, uh, how is the, the shine on the Vita? Has it so gone down good. or no, still so good? It's so okay. good. Uh, it's still, I still, all of my opinions still hold from when I first bought it. I love the system. I love playing games on it. The pre-installed apps are fucking trash. Yeah. Uh, the system, just the system itself, is just a gorgeous piece of hardware. Yeah, like just beautiful to play games on. The mm-hmm. everything about it is just really well designed. Is there so. is there a reason for me who doesn't own a PS3 to purchase the Vita? It depends on what kind of games you like. Like that's what I'm gonna. That's what I will always say to everyone about any console that they're going to purchase. Buy it for the games. Don't buy it for the console. Yeah. Right. Um, like if you if you like if you like fucking Mario games and Kid Icarus, go buy a fucking 3ds because that's what you're gonna like and that's what you're gonna enjoy. Mm-hmm. I I am a PlayStation gamer, so this is the perfect handheld for me because it's got a giant gorgeous screen and it's it's what Sony has always wanted out of their handhold, which is uh, give people a console quality gaming experience. You know, yeah. portably. I'm just asking because the, all of the marketing that I've seen for the Vita, at least in, in there's been marketing for it. There's been, that's, I've seen. Yeah, some, gonna, I've seen commercials. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. I've seen commercials, and all the commercials are like, "Take your PS3 game and go play it out on the street." Did you pull uh, the one uh, Kotaku Easter egg at 3 a.m. where yeah. the fucking banner yeah, shows shit. up for about 20 <laughs> seconds and then disappears, and you're just like, ah. Yeah, that's um, that's the thing. Like, I I don't know. Yes, it 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 is like. It is console quality gaming on the go, basically. Okay. Um, they haven't yet. It's it's not yet a situation where you can play your PS3 games on it, right? Okay. Like uh, they have, they they have the ability to do the remote play thing, like they did with the PSP, where you can like you can log into your PS3 from a Wi-Fi connection and play a game on that's in your PS3. It it's only for a very small quantity of games, and from what I've heard, it doesn't work all that great. 
which it didn't on the PSP either. So whatever. Yeah. Um, that's that's not the impression they want to give you from their TV ad. Let me tell you. Yeah, I know. I don't. It's it's. I just our I'm, stuff will bring Christ back. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just wish that um, I just wish that there would be more content for it because that's really all that's it's waiting for. And Sony yeah. has the ability to wait it out. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So they're like, uh, I mean, how many people have they laid off this year? The last? Well, see, th- that's a funny thing. It's a, a lot of I, I've, you watch gaming sites go um, googly over the fact that they that they laid off fucking it was like eleven thousand people. Or I something. get the I think yeah. get the feeling and that gaming sites just have a giant heart on anytime any gaming yeah. company has hard times like. They seem, to for, they seem to forget about the fact that that Sony's not a gaming company, right? right. And right. when you really looked at the numbers of those things, for, there's two there's two numbers there that that I, I thought were fucking spectacular. One, it was eleven thousand people or something like that, some exorbitant number of people, yeah. that comprised six percent of the Sony workforce, mm-hmm. yep. grand total, like. Which is um, a pretty decent chunk, to be fair, but... Right. Like, if, um, you know, a lot of companies, if they lay off 11 people, 11,000 people, they would lay off their entire company four times over. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing uh, is that virtually all of those layoffs came from their manufacturing and, and uh, LED TV divisions. So... As expected, 3D's not as popular as yeah. they wanted it to be. Oops. So they laid a bunch of fuckers off, and that's just the way. It, and it has—it's not their gaming division, right? right? It has nothing to do with that. So I don't no, know. It's, it's Sony. Every <clears throat> ten years, decides that they're going to put their—they're—they're going to put their Wii out, and they're—and I don't mean the Nintendo. I mean <laughs> literally. <laughs> I literally mean unzip and take a chance. And it's in yeah. in the 90s, it was mini disc. Right now, it's 3D TV, and this in the 2000s it was UMD, and now it's 3D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I played that and and I played a bunch of Borderlands uh because uh I <clears throat> since the last show have set up the most spectacular multiplayer game room on the planet. Um we put oh. Uh, really? Yes, uh, my wife and I tried to play. We we played Borderlands for a while, and the way we've got a tri level house, and we used to have a TV downstairs, which is open to the living room. There's right. no blockage, so Christina would sit up here in the living room and play games on our big TV, and I would sit down there and play Borderlands down there, and we could kind of yell at each other when we were playing co op, right? Because the headset, the PlayStation headset, blows a big fat chode. Um, yeah, the so, Xbox One is much better. So we moved we moved that TV from downstairs up into the game room upstairs, uh-huh. and we're forced to use the headset, and it fuck it, it just didn't work. It just flat out didn't work. First of all, it wouldn't work on a LAN connection at all, and when we tried to play it uh, play online, it was the sound quality was so bad and the lag was so bad that it was just worthless to do. So we built a multiplayer gaming room that consists now of an entertainment center that has two PS3s and two Xboxes in it mm-hmm. hooked up to two 46-inch Samsung LEDs side by side. Hooked up to a, a Wi-Fi bridge to our Wi-Fi so we can play online games if we want. And it acts as a, a LAN uh, hub so we can LAN, LAN them together. It's fucking spectacular. Sit side by side playing Borderlands on two giant fucking TVs. It's Sounds goddamn unreal. brilliant. You know, you <laughs> know, honey, pro- I, uh, I know that a few years ago we got matching rings. However, I've decided to put more gold on the end of my dick with a cheeseburger on it. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Hey, she she's the one that wanted it. Like, I know. That's I, what's brilliant about it. I it's think like, it is really. brilliant. Oh my god! So, yeah. So Borderlands, and and we're gonna try and we're trying to finish. Uh, we just finished the main Borderlands campaign, and we're working on some of the uh, downloadable content. The before DLC the, for it is fun as yeah, hell. and we're oh working on that before Borderlands Two comes out. And and, the, and then we don't see you again for yeah. Borderlands Two is my Diablo Three. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the I've game. I've gotten that, that impression. Gonna, so anyway, yeah. Uh, so. Um, there's a couple of things in news, uh, mostly just uh, classic gaming stuff that uh, that uh, that Matthew looked up for us. Yeah, so we'll start with uh, Portland Retro Gaming Expo dates and location has been released. Nice. They are going to be doing it on September 29th and 30th. Uh, the pre-sales ticket, the ticket pre-sales start on the 6th of May. So, so 29th and 30th is. September after packs this year. It's yeah. a month. Yeah, it's a month after month, month after. after okay, because last year, the last year and the year before, it was uh, the week 
the week before and the week after, respectively, uh, oh, packs. So bad timing there. Uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm I don't know how bad a timing because it was mostly Portland people that go to that show sure. anyway. But yeah, well, they're expecting something bigger this year because it's not at the the hotel anymore. Now they right. moved it to the Oregon Convention Center. It's a hmm. good venue. Yeah, and they're talking about a twenty thousand <clears throat> square foot space and everything else they're nice. really kind of hyping it up there's no news on pricing yet to it'll our probably admission. be pretty cheap it, probably we went down to we went down to stumptown comics fest last weekend and it was 12 dollars for the whole weekend wow so that's pretty unreal that's nice the uh classic gaming expo last year was similarly priced i think it was only mm-hmm. like we bought one day passes i think they were like 10 bucks or wow. eight bucks something like that so okay. um yeah this year yeah it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's PRGE is a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good show. It's got a lot of cool arcade games, a lot of vendors selling some really cool yeah. shit. Like, and I can tell you that uh, they've had some uh, magic tournaments at that venue. It's real good. Venue. Yeah, we went. That's where Stumptown was last year, yeah. and um, my, we we noticed this when we were at Stumptown uh, two weeks ago. Um, the the venue is spectacular. Like mm-hmm. it's it's large. It's really well laid out. It's mm-hmm. very open. Unlike the Seattle Convention Center, which is a goddamn maze. maze. Right. Um, it is very open and it's easy to find shit. But the biggest problem with it is there's nothing around it. Like the entire stretch. That entire stretch. So it's on. Uh, it's on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, mm-hmm. by the way, Portland is the only city I've ever been to where ML King Boulevard is not a place where you're going to get killed. Uh, that part of it, at least. That part of it, sure. <laughs> so that stretch has no hotels. It has f- very few restaurants. Like, there's the Red Lion at one corner. Yeah, yeah and, and there's, then, like a, there's a Red Robin and a Denny's and like yeah, a, a Burgerville. But, <laughs> but for a convention center, that entire strip uh, all along oh, the whole yeah, front yeah. of the convention center should be tower hotels with restaurants in the base absolutely and with sky bridges directly into the convention center yep. like that's the way it should be set up and if it were set up like that i honestly think that portland's convention center would would draw a lot of the business away from seattle's stuff just because of how well laid out it is yeah right um but anyway yeah anyway it'll be there it's a cool venue yeah i really like the convention center in that city so um what about there's a Seattle one coming up too? There's a Seattle one coming up too. It's going to be June 16th and 17th. It's 20 bucks per day or it's 20 bucks pre-reg for the whole weekend. It's at the Red Line in Bellevue. Um, outside of that, I don't. Here's the thing. So I go looking up for this stuff, and I didn't even. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, it's uh, it's where SakuraCon used to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's. I mean, it's not that it, it, the space is not that big. Um, and I have it, it doesn't need to be. I don't know what kind of. It's uh, the very first show too. That's so, what I was, yeah, because I didn't even know Vancouver is also apparently doing one. Jesus. I'll have more information on that one later. I keep but. getting, I keep getting bombarded about uh, Classic Gaming Expo in Vegas too, which they apparently got smart and moved into downtown Vegas, like we had said that they should on our podcast. Didn't you guys and, like, go to that and it was not all that spectacular? Yeah, we went. They were they were running it in the um, in the Tropicana, and oh. uh, first of all, at like like every other goddamn Vegas uh, convention space, with the exception of the convention center, it's it was a maze. It was like oh, yeah. you have to wind your way all the way through the goddamn casino and then up into this weird area and then around a corner and into the back of the hotel and there and then you finally there get is. there. Right. And it was just one of those things where it was like. It just didn't work. Here's in, a wall of vendors, and it didn't work in downtown Vegas or in on the Strip in Vegas because I'm sorry, but there's a lot more shit to do on the Strip in Vegas than a classic gaming convention yeah. that's hidden in the fucking Tropicana. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll hopefully they'll do better in downtown Vegas because I yeah. actually said that's where they should go because that's also only a few blocks from that. Um, uh, what's it called? Insert coins. The, yeah, 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 the bar, the video game bar. Mm-hmm. So, but. And uh, I want to take this last piece of news that, that fucking PAX sold out uh, in a uh, day and a half. Suckers. Sold out, sold out their four-day badge or three-day badges in 24 hours uh, and then sold out the rest of their badges this morning. Yep. Um, and if you wanted to go to PAX, uh, you're SOL. So um, I'm sure there will be a, you know, some people will be able to wrangle their, their way into badges. Either that or yeah, I was going to say either that or there's going to be a gajillion enforcers at this year's pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it was a gajillion enforcers last year's yeah. pass. There always are because a billion people just want to. Oh, I want to wear an enforcer shirt and fuck off for three days at PAX, and like you know, I'd say probably a third of the enforcers that are actually on staff are are useful people. Yeah, I was about to. You know, there's and, uh, a one <laughs> criticism of PAX. I think I would I would actually level is the fact that it's like you know, there's about a, a couple of folks I'd ask, hey, do you know where this room is? Uh, yeah. You get the event staff you pay for. The guys, right. so I have to say, the guys last year and the year before that were the enforcers who were primarily in charge of the TCG area were really fucking good. Like, good. really good. They mm. knew where everything was. They were really helpful. They were always very nice. Right. Like, those guys were really good. Most of the guys that are on the main show floor, though, are just like, I don't know, they're I don't know what meat. they were there for. Meat, more yeah, meat they're to people to stand at the with. end of lines the so that they could block lines. The secret that. is, is that we just don't have any patience for stupid people. Well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. That. Yes. That is. And yeah. more more so than the average gaming community that'll just sit through fucking Madden 2014. Yeah. Right. Like I'm gonna go, hey, dude. I know what I'm. Hey, gonna, hey, hey. You know what I, I want to do with my. I hate that game. <laughs> so you know, you know what my perfect convention experience is. My perfect convention experience would be to fly across the country, get a hotel room in a city that I've never been in before, uh, get up at ass o'clock on Friday morning, um, go to the convention hall uh, with a cup of coffee in hand, and get in a line that fills a several, you know, tens of thousands square foot room, and sit in that line until five hours six hours later when the convention hall opens only to run like a goddamn madman into a fucking convention hall that's gonna be there all weekend uh, yes right. only to get myself into another multiple, multiple hour line oh my God, to yes. see one game one yep. you've got yeah. the entirety of packs and you have now spent 10 hours in two separate lines to get a 10 minute demo of something that's going to be available on PlayStation Network 2 weeks later. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? The, See, by the way, this run. will be Luke waiting for the Borderlands 2 demo. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I, I they had a they had a Borderlands 2 demo at last year's packs and I went in there and um I cuz we are usually fairly leisurely. I do not wait in the initial line to get in the hall. We'll actually not usually we'll go get breakfast and we won't go into the hall until about half an hour or an hour after yeah. it opens. I got into the hall about an hour after it opens and we wandered around a little bit and then we got to the Borderlands booth and that line had like 600 people in it. Oh sure. And it was like four abreast and wrapped all the way around yeah. the fucking room and I was just like fuck it I'll see it online. Aliens yeah, exactly. Predator. I you know just just head to the torchlight two booth which had like eight people eight waiting exactly. at it right I just just, I yeah, just and that's I, and that's actually what what I enjoy more about PAX now anyways yeah. going and seeing the indie games and yeah. stuff because the other games like I got my ninety eight percent more wub wub and that's <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's not like it's not like anyone cannot find information on AAA releases. Exactly. Um, I just love the whole idea of you going to a city you've never been in before, waiting in line for that one desperate rush, like it's Walmart on the <laughs> yeah, fucking <right>? on, <laughs> on Black, Black Friday or some Seriously. shit like that, and literally just you know I gotta packs. get my TV. <laughs> exactly, it's like Pax Bangkok, and then suddenly <laughs> everyone goes busting in, singing that song. Ah, one night in Bangkok. <laughs> no shit. The man. world's my oyster. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, you know what? Those sales at Kohl's? Fuck. <laughs> if I need the shoes that are going to go with that fucking wedding dress, I'd better goddamn well be there at 2 o'clock in the morning, all right? <laughs> Okay, so for the last two weeks, we've been playing Metal Gear, the NES Metal Gear that started it all. God, we're uh, stupid. NES slash MSX2, which is actually the system that it released on originally in 1987, mm -hmm. uh, made by Konami. Um, in July of 1987. July of 1987. Uh, and it's interesting to me to, to, to think about this game um, from the perspective of... of where it led, right? With all the Metal Gear Solid stuff yeah. and how, how popular that franchise has become. Yeah. Because we were talking last show about uh, about 
uh, Kid Icarus and all the places that it didn't go, right? Right. So you have a game like Kid Icarus, which is hard as fuck, but Mm. had, oddly enough, more coherency to it than this game did and much, much more interesting and charming design. Yeah. And yet failed as a at a franchise level to lead anywhere whereas metal gear metal gear is a game that is like it looks terrible to start let's start this off by saying the game looks awful it it's it's an old msx game so the first thing that i thought when i was playing it i didn't realize it was an MS, msx game i remember the any i had the nes version yeah same here um <clears throat> was it looks like a Commodore 64 game. It's yeah, like a it bad does. Commodore 64 it does. game. Uh, the sprite design is awful. Sounds the pretty back, good. <clears throat> sounds not bad. Uh, the music is not... It's it's repetitive, but it's not awful. Right. Um, but, man, it looks bad. Like, just r- repetitive backgrounds, especially any of the outside backgrounds, are just these, like, blotches of brown and green with speckles in them. Um, the sprite designs are fucking terrible. Uh, yeah. especially the enemy sprites are just like <clears throat> you're supposed to kind of be able to dis- to see which way they're facing so that you can sneak past people and you, you only kind of can tell you don't you can't tell is that his face or the back of his head you can't yeah. tell because of the sprite design but you learn what they meet you learn the syntax of these sprites eventually right <laughs> like oh the blobs of color facing that direction means that he's facing to the right and the blobs of color like kind of shifting down a little bit mean he's facing toward the screen sadly i don't play video games to learn like fucking programming language <laughs> right um I, I yeah it's it's like learning some kind of crazy fucking hieroglyphic language yeah. pictograms or some shit like yeah. um but i'm just I, and the best thing it's not even consistent in what you're doing exactly yeah, uh, I, there's so much. There's so much wrong with this game, and it's just going to be a bitch fest. But fuck, and and I'm sorry for any of you out there who have fond memories of Metal Gear, especially for Metal Gear Solid. Th- this game just it fails at almost everything. So here's my <laughs> question: like, and and I'm, I I'm not hating on it. Okay, I'm not impressed with it. Okay, why did it do so well? Now I can so, see okay. it was it was a Christmas release. Like I got this game for Christmas. I remember that very very clearly that I got this game for Christmas because it was a Christmas title. It came out in late December. It was really hyped when it was it was coming here. It was really hyped. And it was a new style of game in in so much in as it was uh billed as kind of a stealth game. And it was I mean it was kind of like here give Pac-Man a gun. Sure, I mean, kinda. It was, that was re- really what it was. It was the first time that I remember consciously being, a w- having to really, 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 really be aware of of how or, to sneak past. Shit. Yeah, how to right. sneak past shit, and and it did. I mean, this is this is a game that's credited with, you know, spawning, you know, stuff like Thief later on, and mm-hmm. and, and the whole genre of now, you know, to that you could you could draw a line from. Assassin's Creed to Tenchu to fucking to Metal Thief Gear Solid, to Metal Gear right? and then back to Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid and back to Metal Gear right right yeah so I you know I can see some elements of this what my problem was is that Kid Icarus hard because it was hard to defeat some of the enemies and it was hard to to navigate through the difficulty of the of the sprites against you and the platforming right and the platforming yeah. this game was difficult in in the most in in the boring fashion of uh i have to navigate it and when you look at the map it's really really simple but when you're actually in there playing it it quixotically it's really fucking time consuming to navigate your way through Yeah, that's the thing is it's not it's not that it's hard it's that it just takes forever to do anything your walk is just fast enough not to completely piss you off but really just slow enough that it feels like you're walking through muck yeah right and you're You're constantly having to backtrack, like yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah, there's a lot. Of um, there's the the. Here's one of the design issues that I have with this game, and it's it has to do with the the infinitely respawning enemies, um, yeah. and it's mostly it mostly has to do with the game forcing you to backtrack for certain things. You go into a room and you're like, oh sweet, there's fucking ammo in here. I'm, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the the I'm gonna use some tricks and get myself full up on ammo, and you get full up on ammo. And then you have to walk five screens to your right, mm-hmm. and then go get something. 
And then in that five screens, you encounter a fuckload of enemies. Like maybe you make a mistake and set off a camera in a room and like the place floods with like 10 guys. Sure. So there goes 10 of your bullets or 11 or 12 of your bullets. And then you get into another room and then you fucking fire off some shots and just like shit, you know, and you think to yourself, you get to the end and you get your stuff and you've got like 20 something bullets left and you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to go back and get some more ammo and then, and then move forward. Now that I've got key number three, right? Oh, don't um, we won't get into the cards yet. Uh, so then you go traverse back through those rooms, right? lose what remaining ammo you have right and then get yourself ammo and then by the time you get back you're right back where you started you you might as well have not backtracked right yeah um and that's that's kind of aggravating because it's like i've cleared all these fuckers out once already leave them leave them alone for leave me alone for a little while let me just get from if you're gonna make me backtrack and get from point a to point b all the time either change up how the enemies come in or come at me or leave them dead you know and i understand yeah. that that's not something that happened very often in 8-bit games right yeah was, but i can, I can understand kind of, like kind of, oh sorry go, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead that's kind of the frustration in games like metroid 2 is where you have to just go back and get this item and now i've got this item i can go to this part of this level and i got to clear all the enemies that were here there and then i have right. to go back again clear all these enemies out again and um it's really a it, really the the mechanics of the game to decide whether that's going to be fun for you or not and the mechanics of this game just aren't don't make it fun yeah that's what i was going to say because in metroid at least the mechanics are fun to play right like you can you can have fun playing with enemies and when you get something you're rewarded you know it it, it is a reward for you to get that thing right you become more powerful or take more be able to take more damage or something you get to some cool ass weapon that you get instead here you get key card number three yeah or or guns that you really you really can't afford to fire very often and um you know that you're not really going to use much right like i had the 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 fucking rc missiles the like remote control missiles that you can guide like that would be awesome if i weren't limited to a single screen and I didn't know that the only reason why I even ever had the RC missiles in the first place was simply so I could walk into the room with the electrified floor, fire a missile around two corners, and blow up the ele- blow up the control panel so I can walk across the electrified floor. Oh, hey, yeah. don't forget the machine like, gun kid. Yeah. And like, if, if this game actually rewarded you for playing in a stealthy fashion... It might make rather than face rolling. Rather than face rolling, it might it might like Metal Gear Solid. You're incredibly rewarded for playing the game in a stealthy fashion and avoiding combat. Thief, same thing. Assassin's Creed, etc. This game, it doesn't matter because the hit detection and the vision detection on the enemy is you're you could be you could be a fucking ghost and they would still fucking see you. (laughs) Yeah, or the opposite. Or the opposite is true. You could walk into a room and you're standing right in the middle of the goddamn room and they're like. But, but if you ever, but if you ever jump out of a truck, they're gonna fucking yeah, right? find oh, you, yeah. regardless of where they are. Yeah. However, if you're in the room, sorry about that. Sorry oh no, about that. sorry about that. Yeah. Oh no, the truck have started moving. <laughs> um, oh, the level of I English. feel asleep. Oh the yeah, level. I feel asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. I, uh, I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> and then he wakes up. I feel asleep. Oh, jeez. The 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 English in this game is spectacular, and the the amount of the amount of bullshit that comes out of Big Boss's mouth. Oh yeah, just like just like you're walking along, you pick up a gas mask. Sweet, I have a gas mask. And then you run, you run, you run, you run. And then you walk into a room, and it's full of gas. And you're like, holy shit! And you put the gas mask on, and then it goes, and you go into your transceiver, and it's like, hey, by the way. This room here is full of gas, and you're going to need your gas mask so that you don't get hurt hurt by it, uh, in case you didn't know. And you're like, you've already got the gas mask, and you're like, thanks, boss. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> The, the the funny part is is that it, it, this is, if if the room beforehand yes that would be fantastic but it's you've literally like oh shit I'm dying yeah and meanwhile <laughs> like I can't take this call right now I have to get my gas mask <laughs> on, on. now oh, good I've got my gas mask and it's always on. that moment what of panic. is this call about I need my gas mask on wow 
I'm never using my transceiver for anything but cheating ever again. Yeah. Well, and the funny part is, is obviously, of course, Big Boss turns out to be the guy that's fucking with you. Literally, I think that's all he's doing. The whole time, I think that's literally what he's doing. He's just sitting there like, how much has he been anally fisted by this? Uh, he's lost half of his life out of his ass. Way to go, mistress. Yeah, yeah put him on the phone. Yeah, it's, yeah right. Put him on. Hey, hey, solid. How's it going? Yeah. Listen, about that. What? Yeah. Oh, he's crying. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? There were dogs in the room? How many dogs? Yeah, I forgot to tell you. There's three dogs in that room. Yeah, I know. That's it. How, wait, 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 wait. Where did they bite you? Oh, my God. They bit him in the nuts. They bit him in the fucking nuts. <laughs> How many did they? One ball or two? He, they got both of them. Because this is this fucking hilarious. You should hear his voice. Okay, yeah. So in the next room, you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Seriously, it's, it's it's that's that was my only experience. Like I never used the transceiver in the game because every time it rang, oh. it was like it was like I walk into a room and I'm like, "What the fuck is up with this floor?" <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, there's an electrified floor in this room. Okay. Oh, fuck you. And the, and, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and the people that you get to call is Schneider and Diane and all the Scheiser and well, fucking... Well, Diane is only there if she's not off shopping. If she's not off shopping. Oh, I love that. They, for, so you go into a room and you get, you know, here's the frequency for Diane. And you're just like, oh, okay. It should have been a fucking warning that it's a prisoner that gives you Diane. <laughs> she knows all about the enemy. Well, the, why didn't she help you, numb nuts? <laughs> well, apparently she was shopping. Because the first fucking thing. Oh, hey, Diane. Okay, I better call him my new contact. Hey, this is Solid Snake. Ah, uh, Diane's out shopping. Wait a minute, this is a secure call. I own a milita- <laughs> secret military. Who the fuck are you? I'm a kid. Yeah. I'm Otakon. <laughs> Mommy's not here right now. Yeah, and that's that was my. I, so to to take it into a slightly different path, that was the other thing that I thought was hilarious about this game. Is you walk into the room and there's fucking POWs, and you're like, I'm gonna cut you loose. He's like, oh. Phew. That's a close one. And he just sits there. And he just sits there. <laughs> like, That's a close one, man. Thanks. I've, uh, you know, I've been sitting in this goddamn cell for like four years. They've been, you know, beating me every day. I'm practically, you know, like living in my own piss and shit. But thank God you freed my fucking hands up. I now I do. now I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a nap. See you, man. You know it's all the responding like, enemies though, because you walk out of the room and you walk back <laughs> yeah. and he's gone. What happened is what you didn't see there. Is he? Oh, dude! You, the original mechanic, I think, in the MSX version, was the guy gets up and runs out the door and Snake's like, no, 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 don't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a well. uh, meanwhile. <laughs> In the yeah. dead prisoner's pocket. Uh, yeah, this is Big Boss. Uh, my guys have respawned. Uh, I hope it wasn't an inconvenience. Oh, he's dead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry, dude. Well, whatever. I'll level up. Whatever. <laughs> Thanks for getting me some experience points, buddy. Appreciate that. I mean, the things. So the things that the game did right, and and I think the reason why it, it moved uh, moved kind of into a new franchise uh later on was one the stealth stuff was was new it was was. something different now i'm not going to say totally new because to be entirely honest the one the more i started playing this game um I, i tried playing it through by myself several times and i got like i got into the building one and just got my ass handed to me multiple times and the thing that really pissed me off about that is and I'll, I'll go into more depth later, but the respawn points, uh, oh, the checkpoints in this game are fucking retarded. But There's checkpoints in this game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they're fucking retarded. <laughs> so um, when I started playing this game and I thought to myself, wow, this is, and this is going to date me because this is where I started my gaming, but I was like, this is like Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, it is. This oh, is yeah, like yeah, the yeah. original. This is a, this yeah. is a different graphically version of, of Castle Wolfenstein because... It's the same thing. You have to walk in. You have to infiltrate a base. You have to stay out of sight of people. You then have to collect a gun. And once you collect a gun, you can shoot people, but it'll alert other people. And then you have to get a uniform so that they can't tell that it's you. And blurbity blurbity blur. It's basically exactly like Castle Wolfenstein, only you know a little bit sped up. Um, and so back to the checkpoint thing. That's that's the thing that lost me when I played it without. So. Um, 
twice now I've played it while either with a guide or the best way that I did it was actually I just pulled up a, a speed run on YouTube and would watch it for a few minutes and then replicate it and do that watch thing, it yeah. for a few minutes and replicate it. and I got way fast way farther through the game by watching that um, trying to play it on my own not knowing where shit is like this game just punishes you if you die oh yeah like and it's really bad especially because it's not until you get it's not in you do not get a checkpoint in this game until you free the first prisoner jesus so yeah. you go so you have to go a long fucking way you to go get the entire point. beginning part that's all outdoors all the way to the first truck then into the first building all around the first fucking building killing a bunch of enemies grabbing a bunch of shit all the way up to the elevator up to the second floor into a room where you free the first enemy and that's the first fucking time you get a checkpoint if you die anywhere before that beginning of the game yep you now you have all of your collected items that's cool you still have your gun you still have your card so you don't have to go recollect shit which is fine but that's not enough that's not enough the the checkpoint should have been the truck yeah. like you get in the truck and it drives you to the new place that's your checkpoint yeah Bang. um but no it's like the beginning of the game and now you've got a gun so it's faster but you still have to fucking do it all over again yep and then you waste all your ammo getting back there, so now you have to go to the room that has a fucking ammo in it and get the ammo again and waste all the ammo. It's just like, and that's where I gave up. That's where I gave up trying to play it play it on my own because it was not it was not that it was exceptionally hard to play as much as it was just like not fun at all. Not to try and- fun to try and redo shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, the checkpoints just frustrated the shit out of me because the worst one that I encountered, and I'm this one. This one was awful. So. I go in, um, I kill the first boss, or didn't kill him, I just bypassed him. Right. Um, I get all the way through building one, and I bypass the first boss, and then you exit the room that the first boss is in, and you're in that kind of hallway with the dog, and there's there's yeah. some there's some other shit that happens after that. But after that, you, you go out of that hallway to the dog, <clears throat> and then you have to collect like the bomb suit and the uniform and a few other things and and grab the stuff and then you exit the building and it puts you out into an outdoor area where you get into a truck and go to a new area and you you know you go to like building two and you do some shit right right. i died i beat the first boss i exit that door i real i realize only too late that i am down to almost nothing for life I don't quite get into my menu so that I can eat a ration before the dog kills me. Right there. Right? So the dog yeah. kills me and it dumps me back to the first opening room of building one. So yeah. in order to get back to where I was, I have to redo the entire building. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, I just beat a boss. I just got I didn't beat him, but I got past a boss, okay? Mm. If that's not a fucking automatic checkpoint, what the fuck is? And this is 1987. This isn't a period of time where checkpoints are not a new thing to people. Right. No. Right? This is... Um, you should know better by now. Well, checkpoints and maps. Like, this this game would have been, to me, this game would have been a hell of a lot more fun if it would have actually been the... There is... Um, I love graph paper. Uh, I had to have in the 80s because... <laughs> The only way that you could really, really, really get through this mm-hmm. game in 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 what would let's be fair, not a fast fashion, but a reasonable fashion. So we'll call it maybe doing this in three hours of gameplay is um, to draw a fucking map, sure. yeah, yeah, and do it with graph paper because. And I would sit there and go, you know what? Even Zelda, Zelda, that I I am alone in North America in this in this aspect, but Zelda that I fucking hated mm. gave me a map. Yeah, yeah to find your map. I did. <laughs> but That's fine. Yeah, but, but there it, was a map to find. But yeah, exactly. To find. Right, right. It, this thing has even goes so far as to give you a compass. Later on in the game, because you have to cross this desert area. You've got binoculars. Right. You can see one screen. Right. (laughs) Which is kind of nice, but it's it's one of those where you're supposed to get a compass, which is, you know, something that tells you about direction and all the rest. And I'm like... It's bullshit. This is like the binoculars getting you to see one screen. That's like me using binoculars to look into my backyard. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> fucks, 
What the fuck's out there? He's just like, he's just trying to peep oh, at Diane. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> so how much did that Millstar satellite intelligence cost? Oh, it's a keyhole. Okay, fine. Keyhole. How much did that cost you? Well, it's roughly about one point six million dollars a photograph. Oh, so what did you photograph? My shed. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I. I. can't. I. I wanted to try and say like so. The good. I mean, the good things that I can say about this game are all about where it led. The things yes. that it did. Um, that it didn't do right, but that it did uniquely enough that they they made an impact were things like um, it was it was one of the first games I remember at that time where you had such a wide array of items and weaponry yes. that you could have on your person yes. in an action game um, where. Even and, though, even though their their inventory system was a little suspect, and the way that you held on to stuff was kind of lame, um, you could still have this huge inventory, right, yeah, right, of things that you could select. The problem that I had with it was uh, was specifically the item, the equip slot, the item slot, right. where if I go into my equipment list and I have a key card selected, and then I go over and I select a ration to eat, then when I exit my equipment menu. My rations are equipped, but I can't. I can't eat them on the fly, right? Like nope. it would be cool if I could equip the rations to like a hotkey and be like, "Oh, okay." If I'm running and I press, you know, A and B at the same time, it eats a ration and I get my life. But yeah. no, I still have to go in the menu to use it. So it's got this like weird thing where everything that's not a weapon is kind of encompassed in your equipment slot, but not everything is equipable in a way that's useful in the game. It's frustrating because I'd be running along and I'd hit a door and I'd be like, why the fuck is the door not open? Oh, Jesus Christ, it's because I'm banging a can of rations against it trying to open it. It's like, conk, conk, conk. God damn it, I could open a door in Wolfenstein with sauerkraut. What the fuck? Um... And I just, I mean, it did it did a lot of cool things that were translated later, but fuck, it's not good in it in its original incarnation. Just it's the, very nascent. The, yeah, the combinations of the ways they did things in this, and the con- combined with the controls and the fucking terrible enemy patterns and the respawning and the shitty checkpoints and the fucking terrible graphics. It's just I I wanted so badly to like this game, and it's just not good. Yeah. And and the only the only fun thing about this game is one of the you know the classic uh, I don't know if it's a, it's a bug as much as it's a cheat which is the 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 transceiver cheat where that part's awesome you can do That's all funny. kinds of shit by going into the transceiver at very clever moments like. Uh, you walk into a room that has an item that you can pick up, especially an item where you can get multiple copies of it, like ammo or ammo. rations. Uh-huh. Like you walk into the room, you collect the ammo, and then you stand on the spot where the ammo was, and then you go into the transceiver and come out of the transceiver, and new ammo appears, and you collect it automatically. <laughs> oh, and then you do it again and again and again until you're full. And the the beautiful, the, the most beautiful one is the one with pit traps. I don't know if you guys encountered any of the pit traps in the game, yeah. but you run up, and then this giant pit opens in a fucking hallway. However... If you run up and immediately when the pit starts to open, you go into your transceiver, it just disappears. Yep. And the floor is just fine and you just keep walking. Oh, great. (laughs) It's like Um, magic fucking radio. It really is. And and it's a shame because that's like the only enjoyable thing that I found with this game. Like even It's to exploit it? Is to exploit it. Ah, and, and even the music was, it's not bad music, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of catchy, but fuck, it's only one song. Well, two it's, songs. Yeah, yeah, two or three songs. And that, that was the, 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 the problem that I had with it was the fact that you just, you're in the area for so, it's, it, it was the part of Metroid that reminded me, this, the, going back to Metroid, one of the things about Metroid that really just pissed me off, even though I love that game, is you're sitting there in the same fucking music uh-huh. forever get the fuck off the elevator i mean it's it's it- oh in the elevators the slowest elevators on the planet for no reason like yeah. you walk side scroll into an elevator and then you go Listen, Big Boss has to have time to get 5,000 soldiers back into the floor where you're headed. (laughs) (laughs) Ding! I'm on the second floor. Wait, the door's just open to a brick fucking wall. Gotta go to the third floor. (laughs) (laughs) Ding! All right.
trudge, 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 trudge. Um, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. There I, was the one part, though, I, I will point out a couple of things I liked. Um, the, like We were just mentioning the music. If, if I didn't have to suffer through the music as long as I had to, it would have been good. Mm. It would have been good. Um, I liked what you were saying earlier. The, this is the first game that had a huge inventory yeah, to yeah. it that actually did a really good job with it. Minus, and a lot of different weapons that you could and a lot of different use, weapons, yeah. and the and the different weapons actually had like multiple uses yeah. in that. You can take on uh, different bosses. What they were useful in boss fights, they were useful in the, like the missile. It's kind of useful yeah. in utilitarian fashion. Um, the cards sucked. Yeah, it is the video game having to switch between of, cards. Like especially if you don't know what if you don't you do it like the way I did it, where you were watching a, a walkthrough and you don't know what card goes to what door. Right, like you're just like I've got card one equipped. Do, 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 do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> card two. Boop. Boop. Fuck. Card three. Boop. Fuck. Card four. Boop. Oh, this is oh, nothing. Sweet. In the beginning like, of the game, that's fine, but there's eight fucking cards in the game. And you get to the end, and I remember this. If you get to the end level, you look at the, the map of like building four, whatever the fuck it is. And there's stuff in there where it's like eight, seven, five, three, two, one, three. So yeah, every like, fucking door, it's like you're it's going through card. and you're like, hit this card, 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 hit this card. You look like a janitor, janitor like in. fucking with his giant ring, giant ring of keys. Which is it? Meanwhile, fucking velociraptors coming. Get in there. More of big bosses, high tech security team. Man, if he just gives up on these doors, he'll just leave. Look, look, we gave him eight fucking keys. You say no. No, no, no! What's fucking what? No, no! God No! What? Hey, uh, I forgot to tell you. Card seven opens a. Fuck you! <laughs> he's sitting in a room watching everything on his monitors, and every once in a while, the door behind him opens. He's like, "Oh." Machine gun boy, he didn't kill you either. Hey, hey come watch this bullshit. He's got, he's up to five keys. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I, there, there was, it was, it, it, again, there's a part of me that this game got a lot of really good, and I remember just people really, really enjoyed it. And it was one of those where, here's the thing that is kind of my question is that since then, We've had games like this, stealth games, infiltration, the whole nine yards, where it was, it, it, they're miles, miles better. They've taken Absolutely. all of the mistakes that Metal Gear made. And include like, even, like, Metal Gear Solid took all of the mistakes from the first, like, there was two Metal Gears before uh, Solid. Metal, Metal Gear and Solid, Solid Snake? Solid Snake, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They took all of the mistakes out of them. And Snake's Revenge, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it, yes. And they took all of those mistakes and they blew them out. And Metal Gear Solid is an amazing game. You want to know what's? You want to know something that I was thinking when I was playing this game? And this is a testament to the to the Metal Gear Solid franchise that that was born of these games. Yes. When I started playing this game, I thought to myself, "This," and and like I said, this is a testament to the new games, not to the old one. I was like, "This looks like." a fan-made 8-bit Flash game that's based on Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> that's what this looks like. This yeah. is like, it's, it's like if somebody had made Metal Gear Solid and it was the first game, and then they turned around and made, you know, somebody made like, the, like the hipster, Atari yeah. 20, Atari, like Halo yeah. 2600, right? Like that, um, <clears throat> it's, just, it, it's like, that's what this looks like. Um, but it's just not, it's, it's not good enough. It's, it's just the library. It's right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. and and the hard part is for me is that it's um, again. There's a part of me that sits there and goes, "Is it because what we have now is so much better that we've evolved so past this that we're really putting the hate on this game, or is it the fact that because I remember enjoying this, I really do remember enjoying this game as a kid." And granted, it was I was it because is kids are dumb. Again, yeah, it, it's the I was ten years old. I'm probably partially retarded. Yeah, I I think. I don't. I don't necessarily think so because I think that's one of the things that we've gotten out of doing this show for two years is being able to see games for what they are. Yeah. Um. Not not just from the perspective of of new gamers, but from perspective of people who've been playing these games for twenty fucking years. Yeah. And this game, I 
I remember playing this game when I was a kid, but I don't remember. I mean, it wasn't one that I owned, so it was always like I, some one of my oh, friends yeah. had it, or I borrowed it from somebody or something. Sure. And I never really, it was never a game that I played with the purpose of of trying to figure out how to beat it. It was always a game that I was just like, oh, I'm going to come fuck around in this Killing for time, a while, yeah, yeah. kill time, and then yeah. I'm going to go play Mario or something. Um, so I just, I don't think, I don't. I I think maybe even as a kid something in my brain went this game's just not good don't don't fucking waste your time on it just mm. just fuck around with it and you know whatever it's I never played this as as a kid I played Snake's Revenge I think I rented it and then brought it back the next day because <laughs> I I'm just I'm not a big MGS fan yeah um, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of MGS either but uh, I like I like the concept if it's well executed of of, of stealth games I'm just it's not something I wanted to devote a ton of time to, and there just was no investment in t- devoting time to this game where uh, the game was just punishingly bad. Yeah, and it's it's not yeah, and it's punishingly punishingly bad in ways that are like uber frustrating because there it's not it's not it's not problems with like the control design which is which is not great but um it's just problems with simple things like checkpoints and and the way that you progress through levels and the amount of backtracking you have to do you're just like fuck it i just don't want to fuck with this right now so i guess the the one thing that i have to say that i i enjoyed that they started here and they've obviously continued on uh in the metal gear series is the name of the bad guys I don't know why the fuck they decided to keep I, the names of all the like Solid Snake and big like I it, I love it Revolver Ocelot yeah exactly <laughs> Four Foot Dong I mean it's <laughs> like, I'm, I I I don't know why they decided to do it I get for eight bit you know Machine Gun Boy and or you know yeah, the Machine yeah. Gun the kid. Shotgunner Shotgunner yeah. right I, I mean I get that it's eight bit you only have so many characters to fit into your English. Well, I kind of think that was the point with Metal Gear Solid because there was a certain amount of tongue in cheek with that game. Which, yeah, especially you know with the cardboard box, right? The fact that oh, they left the it in there, cardboard, dump the cardboard box on yourself, and then like, yeah, you like know the whole Psycho Mantis boss fight. In exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, like that whole game is just tongue tongue in cheek, and and like it takes the good parts of this. Like the stealth actually works in MGS, where yeah, it just yeah, doesn't. Right. Here. It really doesn't here. It's kind of it's kind of difficult, and it's one where you can kind of the first sprites you run into, you can get you can get pretty easy about that. When you start getting into the advanced ones, man, it just gets fucking impossible, yeah. and you have to sit there and observe them forever. And you, they literally like. Here, we need you to do the stealth mission in the middle of a baseball diamond. So we're going to drop <laughs> yeah. you on the fucking pitcher's mound. Yeah, in the middle of a baseball diamond. Pay we no need you to attention move. to the guy in the camouflage with <laughs> right. 84 weapons on his back I, no, and a keychain like... with eight security cards. <laughs> <laughs> jangle, jangle. Well, I'm wearing your uniform and I'm fabulous. Keep on with your pattern, boys. Oh, shit, stop shooting me. So this game, it's not good. But if you do want to get a hold of it uh that's i mean if anybody has an msx2 i don't think that even came out in the states and it if didn't. it did um no. so you can get the nes version which is where i got it it was available on commodore 64 uh you can get it as a as an extra on the ps2 version of uh, metal gear solid subsistence and you can get it as an extra in the metal gear solid hd collection on ps3 and 360 um it is not available on on virtual console in the united states it's only available in japan uh so unfortunately you can't get it there but you, Our you, advice is just I don't know think that word means but you think it means Yeah just uh just don't get it So on the next episode, uh, we're going to be doing Fantasy Star 2. Yeah. Fantasy Star 2. We get to grindy, grindy, grind. Grind, oh, grindy, grind. Yeah. I am going to I'm going to shit all over this game. <laughs> I'm going, and I'm going to enjoy Spoiler it. Alert. People are going to like it. And I'm not. Like, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Fraulein, uh, you will like my poop and mouthy and you will fucking enjoy it. Yeah. I'm just not a. I'm not a. Uh, yeah, it, it, fans of this show are well versed with my opinion on most most JRPGs. So, um, uh, <laughs> well, do another episode of after the Luke doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're going into random battle now. <laughs> uh, so. Um, 
yeah, we're going to do Fantasy Star for the next show. Micatron should be back for that one, uh, provided that he's not uh, sick as a dog. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll be that'll actually be roughly a week. We'll probably post it roughly a week after this show went live because uh, our schedule got a little messed up, and we're going to try not to let it cascade into the rest of the year. Yeah. But um, so uh, that's that's it for this one. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to bring up before we wrap this up? No, not really, man. Cool. No. I don't know why yeah, I asked that question weeks. because it's pretty much something it, we never say anything. I we always, never really do. I always ask it, but then I just transition right into wrapping. Do we have any up. questions this week? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Emails? Any questions? Any anything of that? Well, okay. Um, no. Oh, we did. We did have one comment on Facebook from uh, from Jeremy. <sighs> Jeremy Smith commented on Facebook talking hey. about um, talking about uh, the fact that we still have not done Castlevania three um, because uh, you know we've done three Castlevania games on the show now and. Uh, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, and... Bloodlines. Ah, Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, And he wants us to do Castlevania 3 because he thinks it's one of the best... It's the best NES Castlevania. So... uh, Jeremy, that will that will come soon. We're we've got Fantasy Star to deal with, so possibly after Fantasy Star. But yeah, we'll we'll get a, we'll get Castlevania three in there. Yeah, I'd love yeah that. absolutely. I'd like to play yeah. a good game for right. <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, I'll, pro- I'll probably hate it. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I I thought I would have hated. Uh, I didn't like Castlevania two. I thought I was going to hate Bloodlines, and it turns out I actually really liked it. So um, <laughs> yeah, but never never underestimate the ability. It's like don't don't come into this with a preconceived notion, Jeremy, because Luke will kick down the door, walk in. Yeah, I'll oh, figure out a way. Shit on your dream, <laughs> I'll <laughs> shit on your dream. Yeah, <laughs> your childhood is about to get raped. <laughs> uh, check out our check out our other podcast, Trade Secrets. Uh, it is. Um, I have. I have. I'm taking a hiatus from Trade Secret, so you won't have to listen to my voice on both podcasts for a while. Andy's going to take over the hosting of that show f- uh, for us for a while, and he is—he's, you know, we're we're trading off. I'm taking over uh, after the fact full time. He's going to take on Trade Secrets full time, so right. that uh, we can split the crews up a little bit. Uh, rate us on iTunes helps us out a lot. It gets us uh, gets us new listeners, gets us stuff on iTunes, uh, gets us rated. Uh, review us on Zoom, social.zoom.net. Search for the show and write a review for us. You can follow us all on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. You can uh, that's if you want to follow that. That's uh, we do all of our show announcements and everything on there. We talk about what shows coming up next. You can also hit us up there for questions and comments and such. Mine is at Geek Elite. Uh, Mikeatron's not here, but we'll do it anyway. His is Mister Atron. M R A T R O N. Mister Atron. James is James F N James F N X. Matthew is Coin underscore Metropole. And uh, we all, I think we all post pretty regularly to Twitter. You don't. I don't. I, 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 I'm just. I'm trying to get better yeah. at it. Um, I stalk people on yeah. Twitter. I'm just one of those guys. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's uh, yeah. Not yeah. creepy. Don't look at me like I'm looking at you. I need to get this done so we can get Matt out of my house, please. <laughs> uh like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash after the fact podcast uh, friend us on XBLA PSN Steam whatever uh, quite a few of you have actually friended me now that I've got a Vita which is kind of cool uh, FC Neo Tokyo friended me and a few other guys is pretty cool is um, your tag by the way just sorry is it Geekleak on Geekleak on, on PSN yeah okay so on, on XBLA you look for Metropole and that's how you get me there you go um, and James FNX on XBLA cool we're uh, and if you want to be a part of the show, like Jeremy did with his comment on Facebook, you can hit us up on Facebook, you can hit us up on Twitter, or you can email questions or comments to afterthefact at geekerific.com. Uh, anything we get, we will usually read on the show or at least use in some way because I almost forgot Jeremy's comment, comment but hey, you know, got it in there. Dang. Uh, so, yeah, uh, be a part of the show. Talk to us. We'll talk back. Uh, next show we're doing Fantasy Star thank you James yeah, thank you thank you Matthew thank you much peace out sorry Mike Katron that you're sick I am Luke and we're out